to prepare for the squad chaos. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Anything But One podcast, uh, episode 81. My name is Alex. I'm also known as Twelfthman. I'm also known as Trumpkin when people are taking the piss, so uh, don't call me that. I'm here as always. You can call me that if you want. I'm only joking. You know, we're, we're on good terms. You know, you're okay. You're all right. Uh, I'm here as always because I've got the I've got the keys that open the door to this big old jeep. I should really think of those before I say them because it just makes it it makes me sound like I'm talking. Anyway, who else are is you here aware today? That, are you aware that I actually have a bright orange Jeep? No. I Honestly, you. My, what? I, I literally have a bright orange Jeep. That is my car. That is no, not. Th- that is both intriguing and concerning. You don't have a bright orange Jeep. I've been in your car. It's a little white thing. <laughs> I will send you photos. Honestly, oh bright orange Jeep. I can say to my son, <laughs> Doug, go and find... The Jeep, and he goes, Ah, oh, there it is. It's bright orange. Have you, is it, I want to see you in like a string vest with dog tags and like a sort of Vietnam style haircut, sunglasses combo. And you have to say, You love the smell of null oil in the morning or something. <laughs> I mean, what was the paint that smelled terrible? Oh, I'm Nazgob, by the way. Just realized I haven't actually done that bit. <laughs> um, what was the paint that used to smell terrible? Um, they don't all smell particularly good. I don't really know. Oh, there was one. Matt, was there, there a smelly one. paint that you know of? I don't... I mean, I've, I don't know. I hardly do any painting anyway, so fuck knows. <laughs> um, and do you know what? It isn't even just us today. We, we found another, a wayward soul, who has want, he's got lost on his own podcast and has wandered over here. Yeah. So, uh, hello, Andy. Hello. Uh, I'm, I'm Thor87, or Andy, as other people know me. And you've, you've, you're on the normal Squad Chaos podcast, everybody's second favourite podcast, we, and they kicked you out for some reason, so we, you're, shel- you're sleeping on our couch tonight. Yeah, well, we, we, we managed to kidnap Nazgob for the past two episodes of ours, so we, we thought it was uh, like a foreign exchange type what? thing. What? Oh, did I Nazgob, not tell you guys? Are you seeing other podcasts? <laughs> well, I don't know about this. I'm not sure if I'm ready for this conversation. <laughs> did these last four years mean nothing to you, Naz? They mean an awful lot, but I haven't seen you in a long time, and I have needs. Is that what, is that what America is these days? Am I going to go there and find him there? Are you poaching my podcast members then? It's just going to be no, me in the end, isn't it? No I'm comment. chatting away, doing nothing for three hours a night. I mean, I did have a very enjoyable game against Merrick's uh, Ogres in the Fumble League, in the Squad Chaos Fumble League the other day, so, you know, it'll be, that went well. It'll be like when Bans go on tour, and you'll have like anything but a one, which will be like Naz, and he'll have Hung Donkeyman, and he'll have Knightley, and he'll have Merrick, and then Alex, oh, will wow. ju- Alex will just have like a fill-in... You know everybody else just and it'll be two two competing bands on tour. Alex will be like anything but one with one original member. Well, I was going to say, do you remember Zach Zach Braff in Scrubs? Yes, uh, like I do. season nine or so, where they went off and they got a whole load of new interns, and literally he did the voiceover at the start and the end of every episode, <laughs> but it was still starring Zach Braff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with it. And then, then he retired a millionaire, presumably. Do I get to do that? Is that a thing that'll happen? Don't know. Who knows? Um, we missed the number 81 joke. Episode 81, that's a... Um, we had a good one, didn't we? Apparently, and Matt spotted this, 
according to the, we, we thought for the first time ever we'd check Wikipedia and see what they say about the number eighty-one. We don't normally do that. Normally we just know stuff. Absolutely. But apparently, uh, the Arabic characters for the numerals eight and one are visible in the left palm of the human hand. Apparently, did you know that? Yeah, uh, I've been looking at my hand and I can't see it. So either that means I'm not human or it's lies. I have a piece of paper that says <laughs> well, I'm human. Uh, that says you are human. Yes. <laughs> have you have you been playing um, Battlestar Galactica again? Uh, I've been reading Discworld. <laughs> I was going to say, I assume uh, that was a Discworld reference. Yeah. Oh, I've not read all the Discworld yet. I'm working on it. Um, also, okay. the Arabic number for eight, it's, um, it's not necessarily what you think. It's not like there's a figure of eight in it. It's like a V and a line. That's what the Arabic numeral uh, is. Okay, so that's not the eight that we consider. I thought no. I thought that we used the Arabic numbering system. We use, I think, their style of numbering, but not the characters. I don't know. I'm yeah, not enough of a historian to know this. I, I it's believe, something like that, I, I it? believe, yeah, it's the... It, we use the number system, but not the... Yeah, not, not the like, actual... We use base ten yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And we use their letters, but we don't... I don't know. Look, we're getting dangerously close to like cultural, historical stuff here. We need to talk about toy models, all right? Back away. Let's back up. <laughs> um, right. Well, should we talk about why Thor is joining us on the podcast? Oh yeah, it's it's not just for the eye candy. Um, <laughs> there is actually a reason that Thor is here. <laughs> I mean, not only I said it's not just for the eye candy. Um, well, if you if you are in any way uh, into Blood Bowl tournaments, especially in the south of England, south of Wales, that sort of area, or, you know, more generally, you will hopefully have heard of Threadball. Threadball? Threadball. Ball, isn't it? Thread, so, Threadball. Th- it is Threadball. It used to be Threadball, uh, way back at the very start of the event. That's why I get confused. Not that I do... I've never been to the first one. I've been to them, obviously, in the, in the meantime, but for some reason, I always want to say Threadball. Bowl. Fucking ball. Fucking hell. Whichever one is the wrong one, I try to say... Whatever. It's a tournament about Thread the Barbarian, okay, and it raises money for good causes. So um, it's happening in August? Yep, this August, 14th and 15th yes, of August. Yes. See, I know things. I prep stuff. I read documents. I remember the old factoid. Um, and oh, we are oh, going oh, to be oh, talking oh. to Andy about it very shortly. I was about to say, we'll, we'll test your what knowledge on, on uh, factoids a bit later as well, won't we? Oh, we have a very exciting episode of Thrud Blusters later on. Nice. Which is not, it's not my pun, but it's a brilliant pun, um, which is going to be hosted by Andy, and we're going to have some fun with that. We're talking about, uh, there's some new Blood Bowl shenanigans, some documents, books coming out, aren't there? A book, a rules book, some sort of almanac or something coming out. Or is it a spike? Well, I don't know. Death it's called, Zone. It's called Death, Zone. Death Zone. Oh yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> that thing it's not like that's a new thing there's been lots of things called Death Zone it's like a, gee I wonder what this new supplementary Blood Bowl is called oh no idea oh it's Death Zone like the last one and the one before that yeah so that's going to be exciting um, oh also before we get into it I do have an on air apology to make uh, I'm very sorry Fallen Down Joe because I actually um, I disqualified you from the short story contest accidentally or rather improperly <laughs> because I said that he submitted it too late and it turns out he didn't <laughs> because now here's the thing right and here's the reason why if you say the deadline is the first of march right then for some people they might think okay i have until the very end of the first of march to submit it and for other people they'll say okay i have to submit it by the very end of the day before the first of march um i was in one camp which may or may not have been correct 
and I, I think most people are in the other camp. So all I'm saying is, you know, things were said, forgiveness was given, apologies were delivered, and very sorry, Joe. It's, it's, the, so, it's the TV quiz phone-in scandal all over again. <laughs> For future reference, all we need to do is add a timestamp in there, and that solves your problem. Yeah, or just use the commonly understood version of deadlines, which is the end of the day it says, as opposed to the t- like any point on that. Like if, if, if it's midnight on Monday, you would presume you have until midnight on the Monday, whereas I was like, oh, that means you have until midnight on Sunday, which is completely wrong, looking back. Yes. So very sorry. Yes, I, um, I think it is wrong. Look, I've admitted I'm wrong, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, but It doesn't happen very often, so we've got to make the most of it. I'm, I'm really wrong. Is that what we're saying? I've never. No one's, I didn't know that was a thing. I see that. I, I thought I was always wrong. I definitely didn't say that you weren't That's wrong. Kind of you, Naz. Oh, I'm lovely. It's finally getting complimented. It's only taken six bloody years of this podcast. Or however long it's been. <laughs> I'm going to frame that. Naz said, You're not always wrong. Hooray! Um, what a also, back, interesting idea. Compliment. We had a um, the chap who won last time, lovely guy. Uh, he has redonated the prize back because he already has it, which is kind of him. So we'll have to do another competition at some point. Uh, and also, we, we we have been tossing around the idea of collecting all of the short stories submitted, as well as maybe other short stories from other sources on, on the internet and blood bowl. Because there are other places who've done short story competitions or collections, and maybe trying to come up with some sort of anthology, which would be quite fun, wouldn't it? That'd be great. And the yeah. idea is just having yeah. a collection of all the short stories people have read, and we can just put it all in one big PDF and that'd be a bit of fun wouldn't it that'd be really and, cool you know. anyway early days yeah early days anyway Threadball what's it all about Andy what even is Threadball talk to me so um, Threadball is a charity uh, tournament um, been running for a very large number of years uh, I first became involved in it in uh, in 2015 and yeah a couple of years later I started running it um, and it's everything that I personally would like a a summer based Blood Bowl tournament to be. So we've we've taken ideas from absolutely everywhere to try and raise as much money for our two nominated charities, which for this year are the Roy Castle Lung Cancer Foundation and for Mind, the mental health charity in memory of Guy Mayer. Um and yep, yeah, you, you can arrive on the Friday. It's the free camping with your ticket. Um there's a, a fairly cheap bar there which is always uh, high on Blood Bowlers' uh, needs at tournaments. Uh, six games of Blood Bowl. Yep, doesn't um, have to be cheap, as long as there's a bar. That's the important bit. Well, they, they, they never complain about a cheap bar. Oh, no, don't get me wrong, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but any bar is better than no bar. Just the bar is fine. Well, while we're talking about the bar as well, we've actually got our own um, beer on sale at the bar this year as well, which is Thrudweiser. Oh, that's um, cool. So you, hey. more puns, more puns. Bing. Um, which is a, we love a pun. It, it's going to be a good session bitter. Um, so yeah, um, you can come down have, ha, have have our own beer, play our uh, play uh, Blood Bowl twenty twenty, which I know everybody's raring to do uh, because of COVID stopped it up to now. And uh, and we have a massive charity auction on the Saturday night, um, where you can get all sorts of painted teams, rare miniatures. Uh, we've got two pieces of artwork which are which are absolutely phenomenal. One of them is uh, a an original by Pedro Ramos, and just just oh, wait cool. and, just Ooh. wait until you see this picture. Um, and then the, the other one we um, we've been promised is an original from Carl Critchlow, who's the original is the artist who originally designed Thread. 
Um, nice. So, so Excellent. both of those will be in the auction. There's just loads of stuff coming in. Uh, so, the difference for this year, uh, we I've brought in Squad Chaos. So, a big group of people who all have their own special uh, specialities, and they can help make the event bigger and better. I mean, I know Naz has, has come in and helped. Uh, or I say helped. He's built the website. Um, <laughs> if anything, I helped. It. I helped with mm-hmm. some of it as in information, but he did it all, um, which is Make fantastic. Made the logo bigger. <laughs> Made the logo bigger. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Graphic design joke. De- de- definitely have a look at the website. It's www.threadball.com. Um, and that's also where our tickets have gone on sale, uh, which have been doing pretty well as well. Um, so we released them on Monday, and was, was it Wednesday or Thursday, Naz, that these sold out, the first wave sold out? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the first 50 completely sold out within three days. Yeah. Um, so it's a shame. It means people can't come anymore. There's no more spaces. Well, we, we are waiting for confirmation um, from the venue, um, which we can't quite get yet because of the UK still in lockdown. Uh, but we are very, very certain we will be able to release more tickets shortly. So what we're doing is we're saying to everybody, get onto the website, put a reservation in for a ticket. Um, and then when new tickets come out, the people on the res- uh, reservation list will get contacted saying, look, do you still want a ticket? If yes, buy your ticket. If no, let us know and we can allow other people in. Um, but we're, we're very likely to, to be opening up more tickets and so get onto the website and do that. Um, which is good yeah very nice I mean and it's not just the the blood bowl is it because we've got a couple of other events going on as well yeah so um, so So you mentioned the auction already yep oh I love the auction I'm going to be talking more about that in a minute so we've got on the Friday night we've got Threadball 7s woo 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 um, which is just it's a four a four round evening of 7s just just for giggles and it also means that players uh, coaches like myself glow who don't actually get to play on the weekend because we're running things we actually get to get some blood bowling on the weekend as well um and sevens is always a man manic scramble of nonsense anyway I, I it's always good fun I, I love sevens it's, it's brilliant and i'd so, like to say thank you to, to drunk sevens yet drunk sevens that that would be interesting <laughs> i'm challenging somewhat so, here we go here's how here's how it's going to work ready sevens is a high scoring fast scoring game if anybody wants to play against me and we'll do drinking sevens every time a touchdown is scored that's a shot and don't believe me the score lines get high on sevens and i shall be playing skaven <laughs> challenges out so, there if anybody wants it i might have to grudge you for the first round um, so uh, uh, it, it, I'm just going to say, so if anyone takes you up on that, everyone's going to try and grudge you for the first round on Saturday, Alex. <laughs> no, it'll be bloody. It'll be, yeah. um, be, be Naz or bloody Rubik, and they'll bring dwarves, and it'll be a nil-nil grind fest. No, no, I, drinking I, um, I, I, I will go on record as saying that there are currently two choices, and it will either be halflings or it'll be black orcs. Ugh. And How a gamer. Famously high-scoring teams are they? Having discussed your halfling roster for Thread, I, I know that it's disgusting. <laughs> it's not that disgusting. I, 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 it, I mean, it's a bit it filthy, but anyway. But yeah. It's, I mean, potentially. I mean, so there's the auction, there's the sevens. Yep. Um, um, so we're, Yeah, so I'm, I'm oh. sorry, I'm about to put Thor on the spot for something because, oh uh, so, f- fair one, I think, I think most of the listeners already know that I'm kind of involved in this, but 
me and me and Thor haven't actually talked about this, so I'm going to put them on the spot and ask a Ooh, question. Perfect time to ask then. So <laughs> we have been warned that uh, there's going to be an official sevens appearing. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, because yes, the new yes, the is. new Death Bowl Death Zone has rules. Death Zone, sorry, has rules for sevens in it. Apparently, not that anyone's seen it. Have you thought about what that means for Thread? Yes. So, um, with the NAF being the NAF, um, if we are wanting to run a NAF-approved event, we have to be using the current rule sets. Um, so, if we want to run a NAF-approved sevens event, which we currently are, uh, we, it's all been submitted and approved, it will have to be the rule set that the NAF approves, which will probably be the new Blood Bowl 2020 sevens. That sounds really weird, Blood Bowl 2027s. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. It, I asked Google what my mum's postcode is, and it because it ends because it PO thirty one something something. It always goes it's PO thirty one, and I go thirty one. No, wait, hold on, twenty twenty two. No, you, I know what you mean. Yeah, twenty twenty one seven. So yeah. I think <laughs> so. I think what you're saying is, if the NAF decides to approve the new sevens rules, mm-hmm. that Thrud will be using those new rules. Yes, I, I think I think that's the the best, the best way of doing it. And to be honest, I think it'd be a bloody good chance to to give it a run out and and see what it's like as well. Yeah, mm. why not? I mean, some of us might be too drunk to remember, but you know, there'll be much of a muchness, <laughs> won't it? <laughs> well, as, as Naz will uh, question, let's say as Naz will uh, continually point out, and um, Thrud is we're trying to aim to for Thrud to be more of a family friendly event there are going to be kids there they're going to be oh. players of the halves um, and, while, and we're asking everybody to whilst enjoy themselves and have a few beers and everything but to drink responsibly while we're there as well, well what we're right. really trying to avoid this year is the full frontal nudity <laughs> <That's> only... <laughs> I'm which, which, which doesn't that... come up at too many tournaments but <laughs> but does well, consistently it's... come from well I'm going to go with one coach in particular so <laughs> and it's not me <laughs> I'm trying to think um, is that even the worst thing I've seen at Thread probably not <laughs> I, think... I, no, I have seen something I have seen I saw a man urinate on crackers and eat them once at Thread that was part of the um, the, the Thread like Long yep. time ago, yes. he was eating dry crackers, and he said, "Can I piss on them first And and then the answer was, "I guess you can." And he did, and he didn't even win. Oh no, it probably needed to be toned down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, yes, it's horrible. That is, that that is, yes, it's disgusting. That is grim. Isn't it? Yes, he made himself do it. He offered that, to do it. No one made that, him do it. That that was the uh, that was the last time we ran most would like on a Friday night. Um, so we moved it to be in between the rounds after that so it's more of a it's a knockout type of thing so in between the rounds while the admin are trying to get all the all the results in and get the new round generated and everything like that gets everybody out of the hall everybody watching what what the six competitors are are doing and and what crazy ideas i've come up with them i mean over the years i've had them eat a full head of lettuce uh the full spanish onion um uh, various other things um (laughs) I mean, the, 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 hot chilies. The, the, we, we've not done hot chilies for a long while uh, because one of the guys who was entering was actually allergic to chili, so we, we couldn't. And we, oh. uh, we, we've actually had to adapt a lot of the food and drinking challenges as well because we've had vegetarians and vegans join, haven't we, Alex? Yep. Hey, sometimes and they we've even also, win. 
And I think we've actually had teetotalers want to take part as well. Yes, which is why uh, um, we, we are we now no longer do an alcohol in the in the drinking challenge. It, it's now just usually volume or really fizzy or something that's quite vile or disgusting. But it's still a challenge. In terms of eating a whole head of lettuce, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the most vegan thing I've done, but I have bought a bag of lettuce once and opened it and had it like a bag of crisps. <laughs> I mean, that's quite a vegan thing to do. It is, isn't it? <laughs> that no, no, that the, may the be most, peak the, vegan, I think. No, no, I think peak <laughs> vegan would be doing that no. and then telling people that the, he did it on a podcast. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, no one else is... Uh, this is the only place I have to say about it, okay? This is all I can say. But yeah, so uh, we, we've got the main event, Sevens, the auction. Uh, we'll be running a raffle, which um, we, we've taken... Uh, inspiration from the Chaos Cup, so I've been chatting to Jeffro, the guy who runs Chaos Cup, about this and basically we're going to have a series of boxes and in the boxes is going to be all sorts of oh, uh, God. Uh, weird and wonderful stuff, so there may be a painted team in there we're trying to get all the podcasts to donate something in for the podcast box um, and we're hoping to have about 10-12 different boxes and what we do is we go around we, um, we sell the raffle tickets and you will get both raffle tickets so we don't keep hold of any um, you write your name on the back of one of them and you put it into the tub that's in front of the box that you most want to win. Ooh, so that's a if, cool idea, yeah. If, you, if, if there's a really cool painted high-off team in there that you want, for example, and you want to buy £30 worth of raffle tickets, you could put all 30 tickets into that one box that's got that high-off team in it and you, you're increasing your chances of winning what you want. That's um, quite cool. Which we thought was a, a a better idea of doing these nice big bundles. It's a nice and quick way of doing it, and you can you can style into what you want rather than oh great I've won this random uh, whacker mat from a chari- uh, from a tournament I've never heard of. Y- you know, it's, mm. it, okay. you, you, yeah, you can get some really weird stuff when you're doing uh, raffles. I mean, even even if you do like first come first served, that's great for the first few people. And I'm looking forward to donating some podcast stuff. So, for example, I've got some of Merrick's old toenail clippings I've been keeping for a special occasion. Well, <laughs> they, 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 will def- they will definitely be uh, be, be wanted. <laughs> They're still fresh. <laughs> well, they smell fresh. <laughs> it's how they taste. I'm sure we can find something to dump the in biggest thing. Oh, the seasoning, yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, there's only so, so much you can handle at one time. That's why we asked them to leave for a bit. So we, we, we've we also got something to do with food that anybody can enter as well, not just the Thrud-like. So this is going to be the first year where we're going to be doing the Thrudball Burger Challenge. Um, and a vegan alternative is, is open as well. We are doing a vegan alternative. Um, and it's, it's Excellent. It's £10 for 10 burgers, and you've got to eat them in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten burgers. I mean, are we talking bun as well? Yep, and the bun. It's got to be everything on the plate is gone in ten minutes. And if you do it, you get a free T-shirt. They're saying I, I, I did the the Thrudball chal- uh, Thrudball Burger Challenge. Excellent. So, uh, so I yeah. am I am partial to a challenge of that description. Um, that that'll that'll okay. all be on the Saturday night Sounds during good. the big old barbecue that we do. Um, but we're not even limiting the Thrudball activities to the Thrudball site either. So, for the six weeks prior to Thrudball, we're going to be running a road to Thrudball on Fumble. And this is going to be a one game per week tournament where you can put in a roster that's legal for Thrudball, 
try it out, try and get as much practice in as you can for Blood Bowl 2020, because we know people aren't going to have had the most amount of practice with this. We know that we're going to be one of the first tabletop tournaments in the, possibly in 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 Europe to be running Blood Bowl 2020 on the scale that we're hoping to run it. And we're certainly going to be the first one doing it over with more than 50 coaches. Yeah. I think you might find one or two smaller ones uh, out and about, but more than 50, there just aren't any. I mean, we'll, we'll come on to it, but uh, the NAF Championship for 2020 has now been pushed back to 2022. Yeah, and so, mm. so that, that, that's one of the things we want to do to, to be able to promote people learning the new rules and how the new things work. So if you're not a member of Fumble already, get over there. The guys over there do amazing stuff. They haven't released 2020 yet, but I have heard, um, I've heard good things about that it should be soon. Also, <laughs> we should do a um a quiz. You should do some sort of quiz. Um, so well, like so a, uh, one. I was just going to say one one important thing on the the road to thrud. Uh, we are requ- requesting with Krista's very so Krista is the guy who's in charge of fumble, and with his very kind uh, permission, we are requesting a five pound donation to Thrudball, and so our charities for taking part in that. So it, it is. It is not mandatory, um, but we, we are hoping that everybody does uh, does throw uh, throw the five pound in. Um, we're not allowed to make it mandatory, but it, it, it's it's the recommended donation. If you want to add more, feel free. Um, we're, we're never going to say no more to oh, yeah. the charity pot. I mean, I mean, tickets are fifty quid, but if someone wants to pay a hundred, they're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, just just please, dice. just please. Please add a note explaining what you're doing because I'm doing the accounts and it's going to mess with my head. <laughs> I'm going to donate five pounds and one p. That that would. Yeah, but look- at least you've now warned me. Yes. Or am I? Um, also, uh, on, on Fumble, we are going to be running like we did in in in, in 2020. We're going to be running Thrudball online. So at the same time that we'll be having round one in the hall, round one will be kicking off on Fumble. Um, and it'll be six games over the over the weekend, exactly the same as if you were in the hall, but it's all going to be on Fumble as well. And we're hoping, technology permitting, to get the winner of that on a big screen and he can see the crowd in, in, in the hall and we can give him a round of applause for winning it as well. Um, that's, that's, also, that's, cool. that's also going to be a £5 recommended donation um, and okay. the winner of that will receive a trophy as well. Very cool idea, like that, yeah. So yeah, it's just to bring nice. in the, it's to bring in the international coaches, the coaches, even the coaches in Britain that can't make it, and just trying to bring the that squad case squad chaos mentality of we're all inclusive, everybody's welcome. That's yeah. exactly it, and we've actually got uh, some of our American squad chaos members who are going to be involved in running that, which is very much appreciated. And uh, yeah, absolutely. So. There are loads and loads of, loads of ways to take part. One thing you haven't mentioned, Thor, is <laughs> uh, the unfortunate the unfortunate C word. Cabbage. I was going to go with COVID. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, oh, that um, so I about that. Um, during my my conversations with Jeffro, who ran the Chaos Cup last year during COVID, the on, the only major to have run in uh, in twenty twenty. Um, he's given us some advice and we're going to be following a very similar model to what he run over there of every coach who comes along will get a thread ball face mask 
uh, which you'll have to wear at all times inside, unless you're eating and drinking, obviously, following the, the normal guidelines from the UK government. You'll also get a little bottle of hand wash um, to keep your hands clean. Um, the tables will be socially distanced and wiped down after every round. We're providing the pitches, so don't worry about your pitches getting damaged if if the if the cleaning fluid does it. We're providing the pitches, so you don't even need to bring them along. Um, now, usually, we are very hot on dice sharing, um, saying that if, if you, you and your opponent, or you or your opponent want to dice share, then, it's, then you have to. We're not enforcing that this year. Um, purely use your own figures, use your own dice, um, and we, we've even had to adapt through um, the Barbarian, who's usually a a purchasable star rather than a hireable. So usually you pay three pound to hire him for your game, and he's in your game. Your, your opponent can unhire him for two quid, bribe one of the local innkeepers to uh, to keep him drunk, and he, he misses that game. And it all helps raise money for charity. What we're doing this year, because we can't. Um, because we can't model share, and so normally not, uh, Throd changes teams yeah. mid-game. It, it, it's crazy. Every time you set up on a drive, he could turn up for the other team, even though you've paid your three quid. It could play for the other team for for all the sixteen turns. You, you just never know. It's great, great fun, but not quite achievable in the current climate. So what we've done, we've designed a drunk Throd, and he works like a ball and chain. Um. And you hire him like a normal star. Now, all teams bar one will be able to hire him. Uh, we're still working on the real set, just making sure it's fine uh, before we release that. But he, he's definitely in there. And we will be awarding a um, a prize on the Saturday night for the best painted Thrudball star in use. So if, if you've got a Thrudball star already, or a Thrud the Barbarian miniature you want to use, or the Gymir miniature which uh, Squad Chaos released recently, which is the other star player for Threadball 21. Um, the best painted one will be judged during the during the day, and a prize will be given out at the auction for that. Uh, did I miss anything, Les? Well, the, the only other thing is, and this is actually something I read today, so you haven't missed it. Okay. But I was, I was reading a comment, uh, I think it was a comment on Twitter about the NAFC, and the conversation basically went... What are you going to do about shaking hands? Because, like in theory, I don't. So this, this is more of a general conversation. This is really, this is thread related, but it's it's kind of any any tournament. Like shaking hands now, kind of kind of feels like a no no. So, and so I think elbows. Yeah. So I went. I think to, I think that kind of thing is going to be the answer. So I went to um, a couple of tournaments over the summer um, when we were allowed. So we, I went to. Um, barbecue bowl and I also went to the Red Trophy in High Wycombe mm-hmm. um, now I when I sat down I had a, I put a bottle of hand sanitizer next to the pitch I, I, I used it, I offered my opponent to use it and as long as I washed my hands and we did it at the start, at the half and afterwards we touched each other's miniatures but we were very careful and we shook hands but we, we could see the fact that we've both washed our hands with, with the hand sanitizer Um everything was fine I'm not recommending this to people but if that's what they want to do then it's their risk to take I, but my recommendation would, would be to elbow bump but the hand sanitizer is there if you need it yeah I, I th- I'm I'm going to go with elbow bump being the safest approach I think I completely agree or you could rub butts I don't want to I don't want to play Alex anymore 
<laughs> I think that's the <laughs> right the decision. Is, apparently, it's um, it's it's more hygienic to to bump asses than to shake hands because you get less germs and stuff. It's like some weird factoid that went around the internet a while ago. I'm not saying it's you should. I'm saying you could. I quite liked the foot shake. Did you see that one? <laughs> I've, as an seen, idea? I've seen the foot no? shake. Yeah. I mean, it looks a bit stupid. But I will I fall over and kill myself accidentally if that happens. I bang my head on a table somewhere in, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> End of Alex. <laughs> it sounds like a good, not good, um, good event. I, I, I always look forward to throw a ball. Um, it's sensible that it's less, uh, less drink heavy. That, that is fair. It's probably sensible. Um, I mean, I used to use it as my one excuse to get completely fucking shit faced, and I will probably not do that anymore. <laughs> Which is that sensible, but it's a lot closer to home, which is nice for me. Yeah, um, so, so what, yeah, I don't know of, if we've actually mentioned that. Yeah, one of, one of the biggest changes this year, we've um, we've actually moved it to a new venue and and a new city. So we, we've moved it from Bognor Regis, the, the traditional home of football, uh, all the way up to Swindon. Um, the, the, ooh, with with COVID and social distancing and everything like that. The, the old venue was starting to become not quite suitable to our needs and we want to grow this event to become one of the biggest events in Europe if not the world and raise as much money for charity as we can at the same time and at some point we were going to have to move away from Newtown we've uh, with Covid it's allowed us to kind of force our own hand to say right where, where can we go and looking at potential places in and around the UK Swindon was such a good location because it's an hour and a half away from London it's an hour and a half away from Cardiff yeah the southwest tournament well, scene is absolutely massive um, the same with, thing with happened Ga- I think with the Olympics in Bristol it was there was lots of people in Cardiff in Wales suddenly there was a lot less because it was less central yeah. Swindon Bristol area it's a fantastic place for tournaments just because it's so close to so many things. I mean, I, I live up near Manchester now and it's, okay, Swindon's three hours away, but Bognor would be five and a half to six hours away. So yeah. all of a sudden yeah. we, we start looking at getting the guys from Waterbowl coming down. The guys from Derby are only two, two and a half hours away and there's a massive scene there. So as a central location... And now you see the pain I always had with going to Bognor. Now, I, I, I loved going to Bognor because it meant I got to go anyway. and see people, but... Oh, it's your own fault, yeah, but, Oh, it was you so You want to bad, live in though. bucolic paradise and you can have to drive to tournaments. I mean, oh, okay, we're not going to be... Road is such a pain. I mean, we're not going to be at the seaside and the fish and chips on the Friday night and stuff like that, but I'd prefer to have 80 to 100 people at an event raising thousands for charity than be able to have that yes the sea's two miles away and I have fish and chips and um, yeah. also hopefully maybe we won't get double booked yes that was uncomfortable uh, yes uh, I, I, did the, I did the best part of 2000 miles round trip in the three weeks prior to that event just to get the tents to make that thread actually happen so yeah let's not do that again good times question so am I right in saying um, so still camping Yes. Um, I, it's camping, yep. isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. So, is it a case of you can bring your own food and drink? Just food, no drink? How, what's the plan? How's so the licensing and stuff work? Uh, so, the licensing is please don't bring your own drink during the bar's opening hours. Okay. Um, Makes sense. We um, and with food, quite common, I think. With, with food, you can bring your own food if you like. But your your ticket does include. Your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner on Saturday night, and your breakfast and lunch on Sunday. So, cool. 
Uh, you should have plenty yeah. of food. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 and, and we are catering for gamers. We're not catering for the normal people. Um, the, the venue is a rugby club. <laughs> the, the venue is a rugby club. They're used to feeding rugby players. Now, I'm, I'm a rugby player as well, and I know that the appetite of a rugby player is broadly similar to the appetite of a gamer. It's just a lot less physical uh, activity in the former. Um, and, and, and they <laughs> I don't know used, what you're saying. <laughs> they are used to the, uh, mm. the, the, the gamer-sized portions, and they have been warned. So... So yeah, there should be plenty of food. There, every every Marvelous. meal has vegan alternatives, Alex. So you you will Woo-hoo. be you will be well fed. Um, Marvelous. So, so I mean, bre- breakfast is bacon butties or a vegan alternative. They're still trying to tell me what the vegan Yay. alternative is, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Could be vegan sausages. <laughs> that, that's probably what. If I was Ooh. catering, it'd be vegan sausages. Um, mm-hmm. the, so lun- the venue itself is doing the catering. Yes. So the. the um, we, instead of it being an in-house caterer, uh, which we did for a couple of years, um, it's now going to be the venue itself is catering. Um, and for for the Saturday lunch, the Thai green curry is is going to be there for for the for the vegans, which I know was a bit of a hit cool. last time. So sounds good. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Should be a should be a, a jolly good event. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, cool. I'm really stoked for it as well. I'm, I'm just I'm gutted I don't get to play it anymore. To be honest. <laughs> Oh, it'll be all right. The playing is only secondary to the actual event, anyway. I think that, you, know, you can go and not, not play; it's still have a good time. You're not right. Yeah, it's my going to be my first football because of the location, largely. So I'm looking forward to it quite a lot. So I wasn't Ooh. aware you've never been. You're going to like the auction, Matt. I I have not because I I simply cannot do camping. Uh, but Swindon, fortunately, is like 20 minutes from my parents' house, so I will I will be attending. <laughs> I will not be camping. I will be going and sleeping in a nice, comfortable bed. So, <laughs> See, you I've, are, I've, you I've, you will love the auction. The auction is fantastic. Uh, Land, Land I will Rover, be I, I will I'll be sticking around for the auction. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah. Land Rover does a phenomenal job there. Yeah, he I does, and dice. he will be doing it again. Um, so, I mean, there are a lot of the the normal things, and I mean. I've been, I think people might already be aware, but Glowworm is obviously the the third part of the organising committee. He is very much involved as well, so a lot of familiar faces. Um, a bit of change as well, obviously, but more or less the same thing, just in a slightly different location. Cool, and I'm looking forward to it immensely. Yeah, wonderful. All right. Well, I presume all the rules and stuff are online, so do check it out. Uh, I imagine there'll be announcements when more tickets get unleashed. Yep. So grab them. They while certainly you will can. be. And if you so for now, um, just go to threadball.com and register. Yes, get, get on there, register, cool. pop your details in, and as and when tickets are available, we'll get in touch. Um, there, there is one other thing I wanted to talk about, though, um, is if you want a sneak peek at the rule set that we're thinking of running, hopefully we will be running a one-day fumble tournament uh, as part of the Squad Chaos tournament series, which we're, we're, doing, hopefully, uh, we're trying to do every month. Uh, as a as a massive tester for the for the Threadball rule set, obviously we have to wait until Blood Bowl twenty twenty is on Fumble, but watch this space. Oh, okay, I will. Fantastic. Okay, Threadball. Let's go to the next section, and we're back. Um, just had a lovely uh, discussion off air. Um, so when it comes to buying tickets, if you're on the reserve list, right, uh, and it's getting close to the date and you haven't paid for it, 
then um, if it, then I will personally be following you around for at least 10 minutes with my accordion, just so you know, on the night of the throwball itself. The longer you take, the more time I will follow you around with my accordion. Or maybe if you take even longer, it'll be my banjo. So that's just that's a, that's a serious threat. Pay your money or you will get me following you around like a one-man band with my new accordion. And it's going to be it's going to be shrill, okay? Just so you know. Um, I'm only joking. I would never do that. <clears throat> anyway, what if so I actually you, like the accordion? You won't I, like my I, one. I, I am a fan of an accordion. <laughs> no one's asked if I can even play it yet. Um, <laughs> actually, it won't be my accordion. It'll be my melodion. Actually, it's not Ooh. even a melodion. It's a um, what did I fucking buy? I bought a concertina. That's what I bought. And I'm looking for an excuse to bring it somewhere. So maybe I'll do that. Who knows? Oh, I've just been handed cakes. Oh my god, sorry. I've just been handed homemade cakes. Oh, fucking yes. What, 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 what sort of cakes? Well they, are, they are lemon cakes uh, with popping candy on the top. Oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. You oh. So, so th- th- that is one thing I forgot to mention about Thread. I know, it's, I know we're going back to it. Oh, yeah, it's a different I... section. Uh, we're hoping to have a halfling bake stand. So bring, bring mm. some cakes with you. Oh. Ooh, I, I need no invitation to bake. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Bring us cake. Mm. There you go, Anna. You bring in cakes here. Has reminded us to mention the bakery on the podcast, which means therefore more people might bring cakes. So you have brought about cakes. And hopefully and raise more money for charity. For the tournament. Yeah, and raise more money for charity. Anna, you saved lives for bringing me that delicious lemon cake. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Anna says she's glad her gluttony can help. Right. We're going to do an episode of Blood Blusters now. Except it's not just blood blusters, it's friggin' thread blusters. Um, because guess what the theme is, if you haven't figured it out by now, folks, <laughs> then it, well, I'll tell you, it's Threadball or Thread the Barbarian. I imagine both, maybe neither, who knows? Either way, I'm not even hosting it, I'm just a, I'm just a participant. So I'm going to hand over to my good friend Andy here and let him, uh, let him take the reins. Right, uh, so if, if from listening to your show for the past few years... Uh, Gives me any indication what we need to do. I need to know what your uh, what your buzzers are. That you do. Well, I have reached a metal tin and a little stick, so I'm going to try this. See if this works. Does this make a sound? Yes, yes. that worked. Oh, these, I this, can hear it. That, that is my buzzer. Cat, get off my cake. <laughs> <laughs> now that should have been your buzzer. <laughs> uh, what about you, Naz? That's my buzzer. Uh, I will go with Aruga. Um, I will go with a classic Dave. <laughs> awesome. So uh, I have ten questions. Uh, they are um, basically the first person buzzing gets to try and give me the first answer. If they get it wrong, they are locked out. And there's one point for answers. There's a few bonus ones as well. So um, Ooh, okay, are you all are you all ready? Hell Certainly. yeah. Right, so question number. I'm so ready. You right? You ready? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that wasn't me buzzing. That was me moving my little pot. I made a sound. That wasn't me buzzing in. I don't have an answer yet. That's what I say. I've barely got the first word out then. So, um, Carl Critchlow designed Threadball, but in what year was he first drawn? And that was uh, an Alex. Um, I don't think Kral Critchlow has ever been drawn. I'm just saying. So I think it's a trick question. The question was that uh, Carl Critchlow designed Threadball. When was he first drawn? Carl Critchlow was never drawn. 
Throw the barbarian, Deduct points however. for being an annoying pedant. Yeah. Nin- yep. uh, 1986. You are wrong. Yeah. It's not 1986. Anybody else? Well, I got a chance to be a pedant. Aruga. Naz? 1990. And Nightwing, do you want to put a guess in? I'll give it to the person who got it closest. I'm going to split difference at 1988. Well, you are all a lot later than it actually was. He first drew it when he was in college in 1981. So the point goes to Alex. Bloody hell, older than me. Hooray! Right, so, so that gives you a bit of an indication and a bit of help for the next question. So question two is what year... And a bonus point if you get the month right. Was Thrud the Barbarian first shown in White Dwarf? Ooh. Uh, why not have a guess? Let's have a guess. So, that was. Yeah, that, that was Alex. In. Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and say, shall we? July 1984. That is not correct. No. No. Aruga. Nas? I'm going to go with May 1984. Not correct either. Matt? If you say July, Matt, I'm going to be very annoyed. If you say July 1984. Do it, do it, do it, do it. No, no, no. I'm going to go with. Uh, my, I'm going to go with my birthday, so I'm going to say March 1983. That's not correct, but you got the year right. So I'm going to be giving, I'm going to be giving this to Nightwing. Uh, it was September '83. Yes. <sighs> nice. So, in, I'm, I'm, off my memory, I think it was episode, uh, it was edition 46 of White Dwarf. It was first in, so quite an early one. So, Ooh, wow, was he a character in Warhammer? How did it work? Um, he, he was a, a, a role-play character more than anything else. I don't think he ever actually got into Warhammer Fantasy Battle. Um, ah, okay. But he, he was—he was a comic. It was a comic strip that they used to put into White Dwarf. Oh, I know he's. Um, it was meant to be like a parody of Conan, wasn't it? Yes. Um, it, it was so a complete rip off. Yeah, Conan yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. What, what, what year was Conan around in? Oh, Conan was uh, late like late seventies, nineteen thirties. I was going really? to say it's pulp, pulp fiction. So you're talking like twenties, thirties, oh, really? yeah. Oh, blimey! I didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah, so there's more than one incarnation of of Conan, but yeah, it's it's not new. Ah, how interesting! How bizarre! Well, I know the film was eighty two. If that helps. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and actually, I've um, been listening to the soundtrack. The soundtrack is really good. Yeah. Ah. It is, yeah, yeah, it is, to be fair. I might have to give that a shout at some point. Oh, I just have to say this, right? Because I don't know, I don't have many other places to say this sort of thing. I started listening to some, some new music, right? And it's fucking amazing. Have any of you ever heard of Glory Hammer? No. I have not. Please tell me it is the Warhammer metal band. No, basically, right? What it is, so it's a battle metal band, power metal, and there are some... Glory metal, uh, some power metal bands, things like Man of War, who sing about glory and fighting and, you know, taking your sword and slaying your enemies and fighting side by side with your brothers or whatever. And they do it kind of, they take it quite seriously. And now these guys are recent, but they've managed to get the balance between being completely ludicrously over the top and ridiculous and being a piss taker themselves and taking them just ser- themselves just seriously enough 
that it's also epic. So they have songs in um, which are <laughs> it's oh, they have songs called like the Unicorn Invasion of Dundee. So they have this mythical <laughs> land which they call Fife, which is just based on where they're from, and all the places are little towns where they're they're around, and they have lots of songs about hammers. And like for example, they've got this kind of retro futuristic look. So everything is kind of eighties, but not eighties because it's now. But it's all done with that kind of um, neon aesthetic. And to give you an idea, is the, the album I've been listening to is called Space 1992: Rise of the Chaos Wizards. And they have a um, what else do they have? They have an album called where is it? I freaking love the name of this. This hold on, I've got to get this right. The most recent album is called <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's called. It's called. Oh, fucking where is it? It's, uh, albums. I mean, this would be recent... worth it after this build-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legends right. from Beyond the Galactic Terror Vortex. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna have to get. I'm, I'm writing that and down. And fucking because they are listen. amazing. Um, it, this yeah. kind of sounds like something that should have been on Flash Gordon. Yes. They they wear ridiculous outfits. They sing about. Um, you know, there's, there's there's one bit I always sing. It's a it's a song, and it goes, "Have you ever punched a goblin on the moon?" That's how it starts, and it's just it takes itself just seriously enough that you can really get into it. But it's also a joke. It's fucking awesome. Glory Hammer, one word. In, interesting fair, fact Alex, about. Uh, I think you. Go on, Matt. Oh, I was I was going to say, Alex, you need to check out Bolt Thrower. I was I was, I was literally thrower. about to say. Yeah. Ma- um, interesting fact about Man of War, who you mentioned. Man of War and a band called Bolt Thrower mm-hmm. uh, were, used to actually be signed to Warhammer Records, which was a Games Workshop owned uh, yeah. record studio. I've just I've just put a link in because, the staff theme, Alex. Have a look. Because weren't Bolt Thrower the ones who did um, the uh, uh, it's the Goblin one uh, from 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 their home from their holes and caverns creep ten thousand organ goblin feet with hungry hearts and sharpened knives. They come to take your worthless lives. That's the one. And it's, like mm-hmm. there's good metal in the background. I, oh, yeah. I am not going to try and sing that because I can't. <laughs> oh, I love it. I've discovered my so, new genre because I think I think I'm right in saying, and this is very off topic, that that was a free laser disc that came with a white dwarf. Yes, I think yes, you may was. be right. Back in the very early days, yeah. Excellent. So, anyways, I'm sorry to derail the quiz. <laughs> back to Thrudblusters. Uh, so, uh, question number three: What year was the first Thrudball or Thrud Bowl, as it was known back then? Ah, balls. That was an Alex. Was I it? should absolutely know this. I'm going to go ahead and guess, just because I like guessing. 2003. It is not 2003. Ah. Oh. I get one. If I get one question right by the end of this quiz, I'll be happy. <laughs> you've got one, you've got one point at the moment because you were the closest. So, oh yeah, woohoo! And Aruga Naz, is this like two thousand and seven? It's not. It's not two thousand and seven, is it? Uh, Dave, yeah, I'm gonna again. I'm gonna split difference and go two thousand five. Oh, you were. I'm going to have to give a point both to Naz and Nightwing here because it was 2006. Yes. Ooh. See, I originally thought it started in 2005, but that's because I got my maths wrong. The first, th- um, in fact, I'm going to I'm going to stop there because that's a later question. So I'm going to stop there. <laughs> I'll, talk th- I'll talk about that later. Um, so, uh, question number four: Under his normal rules. What what is Thrud's unique special rule called? Um, 
Uh. Alex? Right. Um, Isn't it called something like Small of Head? It's not. Ah, bollocks. Or easily confused, or something like that. I know, I guess it's game. Uh, something like that. I was about that. to say, I'm going to have to avoid the question now because Alex has got it right on his second go. Oh, fucking hell. He yeah, I was going to guess that as well. It's, a, it's okay, he didn't oh. buzz in anyway, so. Yeah, I haven't buzzed in, so someone else can hear <laughs> if, if, if somebody else wants to, if, if that's the normal rule, we'll go with that. Does anybody else want to buzz in? <laughs> Dave, I think um, he's easily confused. He is, he is. So there's another point for Matt. Well done. Bollocks. <laughs> it's either small of head or it's easily confused. And it's one of those two, and I can't remember which one it was. I took the risk and I failed. Okay. Fine, so you, you live by the dice, you die by the dice. You do. So question number five, I'm going to take the nearest answer from each of you for this. So to date, what is the largest attendance at a Thrudball event? Ooh. Aruga. Go on, Ness. 87. Uh, What's your guess, Alex? Well, well, I need to to know whether this includes online tournaments, digital auctions, or are we just talking the tournament itself, the physical presence of the the, tournament? The physical tournament itself. Oh, um, 86. (laughs) You sod. <laughs> and Matt? Uh, well, I've got to go 85, haven't I, in that Matt case? <laughs> yeah, it's good, man. <laughs> um, it's a little bit lower than that. It's 86. It is a little oh. bit lower than that. It was 72 in 2019. Ooh, so, awful lot of another point for Awesome numbers. Um, so another point for Nightwing there. Yes. So, so, so currently, <laughs> currently, after after five questions, the person who hasn't been to Thrudball before is winning. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay, so um, question number six: uh, What version of the game is played by the bottom four players of Thrudball during round six? Auga, Naz, Dogball. It is Dogball. Um, I don't know whether uh, the rest of you guys know what Doc Bowl is. Uh, I don't, but I'm looking forward to playing in it. Death <laughs> <laughs> Bowl on the scene. So, if you imagine, do, do you know what Chaos Bowl is? Four, four-way Blood Bowl. Mm. I know yeah? Death Bowl. So Death Bowl, sorry, oh. Chaos Bowl, something else. De- um, so Death yeah. Bowl, Doc four-way Bowl is Blood nonsense. Bowl. So it's four-way Dungeon Bowl. With the Oof, all at okay. sea rules on ships. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I've always yeah. wanted to play it, but I haven't finished the bottom four yet. Maybe I will this time. But just just bring 16 flings, mate. I'm, I'm sure you'll end up down there. <laughs> <laughs> Last but time yeah. I came, I brought Underworld. I was stunned to Underworld. That was awesome. I yeah, that, that, time that was your three ball and chain roster, wasn't it? Um, there's only two ball and chain. Um, and they were called the One Trick Cojones because they were because yes. the whole point was he said bring the ballsiest roster. So I called it, I made it a joke about testicles and brought two balls. And yes. do you remember we had this interesting? Do you remember this incredibly interesting rules interaction we had, where one of my ball and chains hit another one of my ball and chains, right? And so the, then what happened was is we were like, well, hold on a minute, 
Because, can I assist my own block against myself? Can my opponent assist my block against myself? Because we figured out there are ways, it was one dice, but if somebody assisted someone, it would either be a two dice uphill, or a normal two dice. So, the benefits for me would be if either he could, or I could. Do you remember that? That was a really interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember my brain melting out of my ear while I was trying to figure it out, so, so yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, can Guys. you... So, question seven is, can you name the current Thrudball champion who won the Thrudball Online event in 2020? If nobody uh, gets this, uh, I have a follow-up question to award the point. I'm going to guess. Would it have been um, Falling Down Joe? He's doing quite well these days. It was Falling Down Joe, and you did buzz in, so I will award hey. it to you. I did hear it. He's won every other Squad Chaos tournament. Oh, he, well, he, he, yeah, didn't, he, he didn't win the last one because he, he didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Aha. the only reason. <laughs> sucks to be you. <laughs> right, so now now is a chance for you to get a lot of points because the next question actually has six points because there's six points to the answer. What? That's crazy. So, first one to buzz in. Who can name all six types of event that are run for the most thread-like competition? Oh, I can name them when I did it in 2014 or whatever they, it was. They, they <laughs> haven't changed. Oh. So it's the type okay, well. of event, not the actual thing you did. It's the type of event. Okay. Um, the Test of Tales. Yep. There's test one point. of Strength. Yep. Uh, the Test of Drinking. Or Drink. Yes. Um, there, the Test of... Food or eating? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have that. It's eating. There's two left. Um, there was only four when I did it, so I'm going to have to guess these out of completely nowhere. The test of balance? Not quite. I'm going to have to stop you there. Uh, oh. There is two tests left. That's very Naz, nice. Naz? Uh, I'm going to go with strength and gurning. So strength has already been said. And gurning isn't oh, part yes, of the most thread-like competition. It was just a, a fun thing for people to do. Uh, it it was absolutely anyway. when I won it, but that's a separate matter. Okay. You didn't win thread-like. When did you win thread-like? I did. I won most thread-like, but it was some years ago. I was young. That, that, that is young before my time, then, because I never knew gurning was actually part of it. I'm pretty mm. sure. I think it was a tie-break. Ah, uh, okay. um, No, it was a tie-break. I think you, I, I have a feeling the tie-break involved nudity. I don't know. Are you saying because it was a tie-break and you won, you were the ugliest? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, just, you just put on his Somerset face, it's fine. Oh, we don't talk about that on air. <laughs> so, Matt, you have a chance of, of getting the last two points if you can potentially name the last two events of Most Thread-like. Well, having having never been to the event, and from the clues I've managed to piece together from what everyone has said today, I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say the test of nudity is not one. <laughs> it is family friendly now. Remember. No. So, uh, do you want to have a punt at the second one? Uh, test of fortitude. 
Not quite. So the other two that you were missing was the test of agility. So you're close with balance, Ooh. but it wasn't okay. quite. Yes. Yeah, um, and the the last one is the test of endurance or pain. Oh no. Okay. Oh, um, is that the chili one? That uh, so we combined the eating and the pain with chili because it did both. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, that's good. Excellent. So, two questions oh, left. Dear. So, talking of most thread-like, can you name the coach who has currently won the most number of most thread-likes? That would be an Alex. See, I think this might be... Could this be Hawk? It is Hawk. Well done. Yeah. And for a bonus... He, he won um, the year before I came. Oh, for, a, for a bonus point to anybody... Can you name how many times? Aruga. Oh, bloody Naz. Yes. Is it three? It is three. Most three I'd like. <laughs> okay, Get so go, going into the last question, Alex is on seven, oh. Nightwing is on four, and Naz is on three. Um, but oh. there, are, oh, to play there, there are two points available for each of the answers in this last one, so it's a two-part answer. So Naz, Naz could draw for the win if he gets it both right, or whoever uh, if Alex or Nightwing get it, 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 it's all to play for. It's all to play for. So what That's year? Exciting. What year was my first Thrudball? And the second part of it is what race did I play? Hmm. <laughs> well, Aruga, Naz. Ah, yeah, I'm having you, Naz. 2015 is correct. Two and, points. And and goblins. It was not goblins. So oh, lucky. So Alex Nightwing, would you like a guess at what race it was? Sure. Was it Thunderworld? It was not Thunderworld. Um, I'm gonna take a punt to ogres then. It wasn't ogres either. It was dwarves, and this is the the, the famous Ooh. when I when I uh, when I pitch cleared glow twice in the same game for my second ever game of tabletop blood bowl. Oh nice! Um, <laughs> he, he he did then set me up um, though because he said, "There's a guy you need to go and speak to, and he'll tell you everything you need to know about dwarves." <laughs> was uh, it Hef? It was Hef. <laughs> It was half. 45 minutes before I could get a word in, and that's when I told him I was taking dwarfs. And, uh, yeah, the next 45 oh minutes, he told me exactly what he thought of me. <laughs> We've been good mates ever since. <laughs> so. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, uh, so scores on the doors. Alex wins with seven. Naz jumped into second with five, and Matt <sighs> came in last with four. Not, not unhappy with that. I'm fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I enjoyed the quiz. What, you mean, given the fact that you've never actually been to Thread? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Very nice. Well, I enjoyed that. Not just because I won, but that was a good quiz. Always, always nice to have a guest quizzer on. We can all three of us compete again. I always like doing that. Thank you, Andy. Thank you very much. No worries. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on 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 the podcast. Uh, oh, so yeah, che- cheers you. for inviting me. That's yeah. all right. I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still checking my post every day, waiting for my invitation to the squad chaos one. I'm sure it'll turn up eventually. Right, <laughs> no problem. You know, I'm sure it's in the post. You know. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. 
And, um, thank you for coming on. Uh, what else have we got to talk about? Do we have anything else to talk about? Is that all? Are we done? Is that everything? I think. I actually think we're there. Blimey. We're finishing before 10, 8, 10 o'clock. I might get a good night's sleep for once. Do you remember the episode? Do you remember the six and a half hour episode? I think we're we're due a few short episodes before that now. If we're we're had a bit of a break. <laughs> Look, there was nothing wrong with the six and a half hour episode. It just may have broken some employment law. <laughs> I love that. It's a case of we could split this into small ones. Now nah, bugger it. People, you know, we've always been the trying to be the quantity over quality podcast. You know, if we put a lot of stuff out there, some of it might be good. So. In a six-hour episode, there might be a good, solid 20 minutes or so somewhere in there. You've just got to find it. You know, you've got to work for it, is what I'm trying to say. Speaking of full frontal nudity at Threadball, right? Do you know, it's, I'm trying to think of all the tournaments in which I have seen naked men at some point during the course of the event. And upsettingly, it's more than one. <laughs> <laughs> the World Cup, definitely. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's the World Cup. There is Threadball. I think I've seen... Well, I'm more like I'm just counting the penises I've, I've seen. I think it's at least three <laughs> events. I'm, 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 I'm sure I've seen God. male nudity at the NAF champs as well. So, uh, good times, uh, yeah. isn't it? Family friendly, remember? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Andy. No worries, been a pleasure. Hi. Oh, that's, I was just going to. I was just going to say goodbye. But um, anything you want? Any 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 other shouts you want to make while you're on here? Any celebrity uh, um, mum or anything? Your dad? Oh, I, 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 to, to everyone who knows me, obviously. Um, and uh, I also want to give a, a, a bit of a shout out to my current Kickstarter, which I've got uh, online at the moment uh, for the Serial Killers oh, yeah. Demons of Corn team. Um, it's, it's basically fast food corn pun-based miniatures. I think mascots or demons possessing mascots type of thing. There's popcorn, there's ears of corn, there's cornflake boxes. It's really good fun. Uh, get on to Kickstarter, give it a check out. We're over half-funded already after after six days, so it'd be great if you guys can um, come along and, and help us get over the line. Yeah, why not? Buy some figures, have, have some fun with it, and then buy a Threadball ticket if and when they're available again. Yes. Um, and come along, have some fun. And uh, challenge me to a sevens drinking contest, except it won't be too so crazy because family friendly. <clears throat> definitely, definitely won't go crazy at all. Or get too drunk. You remember there's an episode We're very glad to years hear ago. It. There's a there's, a, there's a, anything about one episode. Well, there's the the anything about one episode of me and Merrick being just drunkenly talking into the middle of the night. That's still one of my favourite clips, my favourite bits of the podcast. It's just him and I talking drunkenly for like twenty minutes, completely off our face. I don't know what we're talking about. I think I was having an existential crisis. I thought this will be fine in the podcast. <laughs> uh, it got anyway. dark. It got dark. <laughs> it got dark quickly, man. <sighs> Let's get out of here before, um, before, before. Well, I don't know. Also, I'll be honest. There's four more cakes over there, just staring at me. They've been staring at me all this time, and um, and well, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. So um, you've, you've earned the cakes. <laughs> I have not. I've put on so much weight over pod- over lockdown. I've become an overweight, out of shape. Mess. It's been horrific. Then stop pussying out when I invite you to go running. <laughs> it, now, I would love. The thing is, right? No, I'm moving house at the moment, and every weekend and every evening is spent doing things. And I'm just like, oh, when it comes to running, oh, it's not an excuse. I'm being shit. I know. I will. Do, I need cakes, man. I mean, Alex, 
I, I'd like to point out that I've managed oh, to yeah. continue doing exercise and I'm moving house for the second time this week in six months. So you need a better <laughs> excuse. Uh, oh, I'll think of one. Hold on. It, <laughs> Give me time. Which can't, which, which can't just be I feel lazy. No. New job? I've won a new, sort of new job. New role? Does that count? Hasn't really happened yet, so I can't really use that. Um, uh, I don't know. I can't think of one. Oh, positive. I did get my COVID vaccination, though, which is exciting, which did knock me out for a while. Oh, yeah, I, I, had, I, I, I had was, the same reaction to my first jab, yeah. yeah. I, I was out for three days after Oh, mine. screw you guys. <laughs> we'll meet up and, and just... And, and we can all meet up in a, safe, in a space now and not have to worry about <sighs> COVID. You can't come, Naz. That's <laughs> that's not no no. That's not how it works. <laughs> Naz, Firstly, you're not medically you've only, no no <laughs> no. This is important. Sorry, you've only had one. Therefore, you're not allowed to meet up with people because you know it's not proper vaccination to leave have both. Secondly, you're not allowed to meet up with people because we're not allowed to meet up with people. Thirdly, even when we do meet up with people, you can still carry the damn disease even if you've had your vaccination. So still be careful. Sorry. I can't help it. I, I, but I, Boris Johnson said I, I could have a coffee on a bench. I agree with all of that, yeah. yeah. Our glorious Good leader thing. is an idiot Ugh. for many, many reasons. Correct. Listen to the science, get your vaccine, keep your distance, wash your hands. Do you, do you ever just sometimes remember? I do this sometimes. I'm just like living my life and I just remember Boris Johnson's prime minister now. And I just go, how? How did this even happen? What, what weird kind of twist of fate? This is, which dice did which god roll? I mean, this is the timeline we ended up in, for God's sake. Oh. On the, the other hand... Podcast. What's going on? On the other hand, we no longer have Trump as president. So that, that's made a, a difference. Oh, how, how nice has the news been without him? Hasn't it been lush? Oh. It has been less I mean, insane. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't the Anything But One Politics Hour. <laughs> yeah, we should probably move on. That'll be the next episode. It, it would basically <laughs> just be me and Matt shouting, "Eat the rich, seize the means of production," over and over again for an hour or so. <laughs> that would yes. be our politics podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, 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 we've been anything but a one. What could go wrong? Well, we talk about Tentacles, this was your Squad Chaos Podcast.